Golight presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. Episode 49 of the Talk of Bollocks podcast brought to you by Gow Loud. It's me, Terry Flower. It's me, COB. And this week, we're joined by Adrian Kennedy. Adrian Kennedy, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you, pal? I'm good, yeah. All um, good? Yeah, I'm nervous doing this. I don't know why I'm nervous doing why this. Are you nervous? I don't know what to expect. You're with the lads now, will you <laughs> stop our grand? Yeah, it's mad actually being here with you, Adrian, and hearing your voice and then seeing a fella. It's weird because it's just something that you've. We've just heard you for so long. You've never yeah. actually seen you. you know, the face like for radio, that's what my mother always said. Well, you said it, not me. But <laughs> you know when you, people say, oh, it's nice to put a face to the name. It's nice to put a voice, uh, a face to the voice at this stage. Yeah, it's it's madness. Yeah, it was good. That's why the sketch was brilliant with the boys. You did the sketch with Dad and the Joe. That yeah. was fucking brilliant. Yeah. That's good, crack that. You know what I mean? But uh, how was things anyways? Yeah, good, yeah. Well, keeping busy. I'm keeping busy, yeah. Yeah, yeah you um, your own podcast now as well. Plug it. We have our own, myself and Jeremy, uh, we were working with 98FM until April, and then we got fucked out. <laughs> oh, good um, luck. Yeah. The he boys the crack got the crack of luck. He got the P45. So we set up our own podcast. Uh, it's called Opinions Matter. It's also on Go Loud. And Touch Wood is going quite well. What you doing on that podcast? It's like a radio show. It's similar? It's very similar. Phone calls and all? Yeah, phone calls, everything. Um, so we debate all whatever's in the news, yeah. um, and we take we do it live on Facebook every day. So that's where we get the calls from, um, and then we podcast it afterwards. So it's done as a, as a live recording, yeah, uh, every day, and then we podcast it. So before I came here, we did a, a conversation today about. Um, who has the kids on Christmas Day if you're separated? And there was murder. Absolutely, Grant. <laughs> there was murder. The boys that are king of controversy, aren't they? But they just, you just have to uh, perfect debates. My stomach dropped down when he said that. Keep away from that one. So, yeah, um, it's, gone, it's it, 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 very different from yeah. what, I mean, I've worked in radio all my life. Uh, this is the first time I haven't got a full time job in, in radio since mm. I was probably 17 or 18. Madness. Um, so we're kind of reinventing ourselves a little bit, but I'm enjoying it. And I'm doing a bit of freelance work as well with news talk and um, news reading. I haven't read a news bulletin for 25 years and I'm back reading news again. So um, it's been a tough year, I have to say, but we're getting there. Getting yeah. there, getting there. It's a freedom of the podcast as well, though. You, like, you can you can course, you can say a lot more. You, it's what you want to talk about as well. It's no one saying, like, yeah, Adrian, you have to talk about this today and you have to say that and... Yeah, like Ari, it's the one enough. thing I'm enjoying about it actually is not having you know somebody breathing down our neck saying yeah, you, yeah, you can't talk about that and you can't fucking curse and yeah. um, <laughs> all of that. So it's it, it, our new podcast is kind of it's it's very like our old phone show on, yeah. on FM 104 in in the stuff we can get away with. Um, so I'm enjoying being my own boss and be, being able to do what we want to do as opposed mm. to what we're told we can and can't do. Yeah. So I feel like we're having an uh, unplugged acute succession here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take us into the next one there and the guitar is going to come out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, right. We'll get into everything. But before we do, we have zingers. Right. Do you know what a zinger is? I've learned. You've learned. <laughs> so, as you listen to the Roddy Doyle episode, 
Yeah, yeah. There was an episode to learn where the singer is. That one, we had about 40 singers. Yeah, literally. So we're going to go into the uh, previous singers from last week, yeah? Some mm-hmm. of these are ridiculous, because we had John McGuckin on again. Fucking disaster with these singers he is. So, do you tip the barber yet on that way, Yes. Of course, you do the few quid, fella. Look, girl. Um, <laughs> no, I... change, uh, fella. Uh, yeah, I, I give him the change out of 20, so uh, my barber's about 15 for a haircut, so... I give yeah, him, see, that makes sense. I you give him the 20, yeah. You're all for that, you're barber, you know what I mean? They're like a counsellor, a barber, yeah, mate, you get the whole work. I've always you. wondered, though, why do we tip certain professions? Like we if don't you, tip someone else. Yeah, if you go yeah. into Penny's and your woman hands you, puts your stuff into a bag and hands you your, your shopping, you don't give her a tip. Because she doesn't get the money, it goes into the shop. But yeah, you wouldn't, but you, but you'd never, you'd never think of tipping somebody like that. So why do we tip certain people and not other people? Yo, look at the cause border <laughs> again, and I love it. No, so I tip. So if somebody opened the coffee shop, and I know the money is going to that person who opened it. I'll tip them. But if I'm going into Starbucks, I'm not tipping Starbucks. Yeah, why? But then, yeah, where do because you draw the line? There's enough money that cunt. Yeah, but you're not tipping them. Is. The tip goes to the person who served you. Uh, well, if I had known that, yeah, I would tip them. Mm. But like most, I think it's like most of it goes into the shop, no? Tips? No, it depends. Same it depends places, on yeah, it depends places. on the restaurant or whatever. They, they yeah. pull the tips together. Some people, like if the three of us are walking in a restaurant and someone gives you a fiver, that's your fiver. And some places that gets split between us. Yeah. And then in some places, the manager gets in on the tips, which I think is a lot of bollocks. Yeah. The manager's standing there bleeding behind the desk or whatever, doing whatever they do, managing. And this fella's out <laughs> bleeding. Busking tables, 20 plates at a time and all, sweating, gets a two euro tip, the manager gets a cut out of it. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a funny story about uh, tips and my board reminded me of when we were in Mexico, right? Right. So uh, we ha- we rented push bikes because it was the easiest way of getting around. Because yeah, it's like uh, there's only one road in and out. So when you're getting a taxi, you have to wait for them to come down and do a U-turn and go back out. So you're waiting ages. So we got push bikes or whatever. And uh, we were back in the room, flaked out. And we had to say dinner booked for seven. But we didn't cop on. We got a show on and it was like, 20 to 7 and I was like again we get a taxi we're going to be late and she was like come on we just jump on the bikes and cycle down and I was like right this will be a bit of crack and I had my uh, new Yeezys on literally put them on like I was I'm not cycling with them on I'm going to put my Yeezys in the basket and cycle my flip flops down right <laughs> so we get down and uh, the valets are outside there's a fancy restaurant and they're there to park your car and I pull up beside them and I goes boys where can I lock my bike and they're looking at me as if to say like where are valets car park and I was like yeah but where do I lock the bike and they were like oh and he pointed out like this set of railings. So I locked the bike there. I locked my flip-flops to the bike as well. I went into the restaurant and my boy goes, I had to give your man a tip. I goes, for what, like? And she goes, oh, you just come over. So I'll just give him a tip to get him away. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's a bit weird. Had a late night, wherever. Go back out to the push bike. And your man goes, eh, have you got a tip for my friend? And I was like, is he going to be up? I goes, I'm going to get my bike. So I'm over there, I'm trying to open the bike. Pitch black, have my torch out on my phone, opening the lock. Got it open. Saw myself out and I turned around and there's two, the two fellas are standing there. And I goes, what? And he goes, eh, have you got a tip for me, friend? I was like, for fucking what? I'm about to lock me bike to the bleeding railings here and you're looking for a tip on me. For me doing all the work. You literally just exist and you're looking for a tip. So I just, I said to him, like, I was like, for what? And he's looking at me. And then I said in Spanish, his boy is uh, Parquet. I goes, Parquet. And he looked at me and I was went, it's his letter. Hell with hell. I got, ch- I got chased out of a restaurant in New York once over uh, not leaving enough of a tip. I, I like, heard stories, what? people coming now, over uh, saying, giving tips back I, and saying, I'd you wor- need them all yeah, to me. I worked out on my, uh, on my calculator, that twenty. I was given 20% tip, but I only gave 15%, right? And this waitress came screaming in front of the whole restaurant, that's no, what sort of gratuity is this? This is bullshit. I fucking screamed the house yeah. down what in front of everyone. Fuck? I'd never forget yeah. it. I in America, America it's big, very yeah. bad for Because him. they pay low. So if you 
I walk in an industry that offers tips, you can pay below minimum wage. Yeah, so if it's yeah. a five hours minimum wage, they can give you three dollars an hour because you're gonna get tips. That's fucking madness. So that. you have to tip over there. And in some places they factor in the tip. So your bill could be a score, they factor in the tip, it could be twenty three, and then you have to tip on top of that to the waiter. That's it's, fucking yeah. madness, that is. Anyways, tangent over. Do you tip the barber? Yes or no? 82% of people do, 18% don't. Scruffs. Uh, the next one is yeah, a pearler or a sharpener when you're with a pencil. Say that again? Pearler or sharpener. A pearer. Pencil pearer, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Definitely. Pearler, 86%. Sharpener, 14 Right, explain to the male one. Right. So, you can only have either one meal for the rest of your life or you can never have the same meal twice. So every day will be a new meal. What would you pick? Uh, the same meal for the rest of my life. Yeah, so let's just say, I don't know, it was a fucking a pizza. You can only have pizza for the rest of your life every day. Or you can never have pizza twice for the rest of your life. So every day will be a new meal. What one would you pick? You see, I'm a shite eater. So um, I'm a very boring eater. I was actually on television last week eating mussels. On t- Did you ever eat mussels? No, hey, oh, seafood. Oh, man. They're rank. Boy, is that like I, them, uh, no, Do you no. Have a taste them? No. You into seafood? Yeah. I'd say you'd like them then. I eat, there's not a single yeah. thing on planet Earth that I want to eat. Not a single thing. Well, then you'd be grand eating different I'd dinners every day. Who who I, I always say, yes, we're brought up too well. <laughs> and I'm telling you that now for a fact. You leave it there for three days, don't feel you leave the fingers <laughs> on, aren't you, Will? Well, go on. Um, no, it'd, be, it'd have to be the same meal every day because I'm such a bad eater. And what's the meal? Because I'd end up having something put in front of me that I wouldn't eat. Yeah. Um... Probably a Sunday roast. Every day? Yeah. I suppose I wouldn't get sick. Tuesday roast. No. Yeah. yeah. Because if, if it was a different meal every day, every second day I'd be getting something that I won't eat. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. a really bad eater. Well, then um, you'd, you'd, get to, you'd get to like wherever you're eating then, wouldn't you, no? Yeah. No. If it has onions Broad in it. <laughs> ah, no, that's childish. Yeah, yeah, no, no onions. No, no, no. So <laughs> think of the amount of dishes that have onions in them. Yeah. And if I was presented with onions in front of me, I'd just starve that day, so... It'd have to be uh, same meal every day for the rest of my days. And it'd be a Sunday roast. It'd be a Sunday roast, yeah. You can't, can't beat it. You can't beat it. You can't uh, argue. No, I'm not going to argue with him. It's, it's his choice. Yeah. So, a new meal every day, 74% of people said that, and 26% said they'd eat the same meal. Yeah. Do you know what I think that is? Because it's very hard to think of one meal for the rest of your life. Like, what's the one thing you know I'll eat that for the rest of my life? Yeah. So you change your mind and you says you can do the different flavours for the meal. So you can do chicken noodles one day, curry noodles the next. I thought yeah. it was just going to be noodles once and you're done, one and done. No, no. I was like, Where did you come up with this shit? <laughs> this, yeah, look at Agent 149 episodes in, you have to get creative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus, this is a bad one, John McGuckin. Rubber or an eraser? Rubber or eraser? Oh, a rubber, a rubber. Yeah, a rubber. Yeah, of course it's a rubber. Fuck, Who would call it an eraser? John McGuckin. Carlson and the Razor. I, well, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's the question he put to us anyways. And come here, listen to the results. <laughs> 99% say rubber. 1%, but 1%, that was, that was like 200 people. Yeah, they probably clicked it by accident. <laughs> they had to, didn't they? So the last time he was in, we done two episodes with Joe. The first time, his ones were nappy or diaper. Who calls it a diaper? Exactly. Exactly. 1% of people said diaper. And the exact same things had to happen now. <laughs> He lived in New York for like a wet day and next of all he thinks people speak this way. Oh, he's fucking... Shocking cardiogs. Next one, Chris Kringle or Chris Kindle? Chris Kindle. I thought it was Crindle. No, Chris Kindle. K- K-I-N-D-E-L? Yeah. Is it, I think? Well, that's A-L-A, what I'd imagine. A-L-A, yeah, we put it that way. Uh, Chris Kringle, I think, is German, is it not? 
Is that how they say it in Germany? It's a valid point. It sounds German, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> to be honest, with you, I'm not going to like. I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to dispute it. Yeah. A lot of people are saying secret Santa. Or what was you doing? So, secret Santa. Yeah, I, like I thought I was saying someone said something else for it, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, look, Chris Kringle, fifteen percent, eighty-five percent. Chris Kringle. Bit early for that. To, to be to be honest with you, now, Jeremy, we're selling. He talking about Christmas in November. <sighs> it's basically Christmas now. Yeah, I'm walking through town down. There's Christmas lights everywhere. Have you ever seen shops? Should the second, the first of November, That's all it. the Christmas stuff. Yeah. I think Brown Thomas does it in like August. Yeah. They have that Christmas stuff mm. up like. You know Can't I mean? stand it. No, it's, it's a joke. Around Christmas. It around. If you're walking them shops. Yeah. You know hearing the same uh, Christmas songs over and oh. over and over again from weeks you know what I mean? Weeks the Mariah Carey thing's defrosted and all. She's out ready to rock, get the royalties <laughs> off that bleeding. <laughs> uh, all I want for Christmas. She makes a shit amount of money a year off that. I can't remember yeah. how much it she, is. She doesn't make more than the Pogues over Fairy Tale in New York. Yeah, we, did, we done this last year. Remember yeah. this conversation? Yeah. 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 This we had this 24th episode. Shane McGowan lives off that money. Yeah. You want to get his teeth done? He did. He did. He looks ridiculous actually with his new teeth. Does he? Yeah. Fair play to him. Shane, what's the story? <laughs> <laughs> That's that boxed off. And then the last one, you're not going to have a clue, Adrian, yeah? A glitzy or a shiny. So, yeah, you won't have a clue, trust you know, me. Do you, know, you ever see the, the Premier League sticker books? I don't know, do they still do them? I couldn't tell you. Do you know the, yeah, pre- yeah. the sticker books? Yeah. And then like the, every team would have like uh, the best player. It'd be like a, a glittery card. Like it'd be shiny, reflective stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like, you would have your normal, your normal stickers and then you'd have, like, your glitzies. So, but some people call them what? Shinies? Shinies. Fucking shinies, 88%. Yeah, so 88% of the people call them shinies. And someone thinks you're saying that's definitely a towny thing. They call it a glitzy. Yeah, it could be. Is it? Well, well, I, I never even, I, I understand why it's called a fucking shiny, but yeah. a glitzy. I mean, yeah. anyways. Well, the glittery, the glitz. Glitzy. So, yeah. that's the previous singers done. It's a page Now, so we have a thing that we're trying to do the last couple of weeks. I'm trying to hit the cameras as well. So I want when you're going, but middle camera, slap it on the middle one, boys. Crossbar. So Adrian's at the coming in with a jingle or two or three. I don't know how many has for us, but I'm excited to hear them anyway. So hopefully they're controversial. Right, Adrian. we're all dubs here. Yeah, we are indeed. North side or south side? Ah, Adrian, what sort of thing is that? It's north side all day. What do you mean? Why no? is it north side all day? Because what have we got that the south side? Oh, sorry, what has the south side got that we don't? We have an airport. Yeah, but you can only have one airport now. Yeah, well, yeah, the south side north. have our airport. Don't they? <laughs> Mike, drop this conversation's <laughs> over. Wrap no. It up. no, no. Like, give us, give us the pros. Pro Park pisses off no, all the Well, you see, I've, I, I've both. I was born on the south side. I was. Why you though? Was I? Yeah. Oh, I was actually born on the north side. No, as you mentioned, I was born on the Rotonda. Yeah. 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 Hang on, and where were you raised? In Ballybrack, which is on the south side. Right, Jesus. so what, are you a north or south sider? I'm now an adopted north sider. I live out the north side now, yeah. um, where I grew up most of my life. My kids live on the south side, and um, I married my second wife, and we moved, we live out in the north side. So I've seen both. So you have a valid opinion. You, I've, you've seen, yeah, I've seen both. Matter. Yeah, <laughs> good man. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> Opinions yeah, matter. Um, I've seen both. I, I actually find it hard to say, but I prefer the north side. I prefer the rural north side. What are you working with the North, north County, <laughs> North County Dublin, like but, Lusk and Russian, all that. All beautiful. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can't beat out around Docky and Kalini for beauty. It's spectacular. 
Questionable. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Um, I don't know. What? Now, have you ever been out to Southside? Fairly. <laughs> so before this started, I was trying to edge, and I was over in Stephen's Green Shopping Centre for the very first time ever. Yeah. Me and Om were over there, Om was grabbing a shambo. And, uh, I can't get over that. Om chest me like, uh, it's nice in here, isn't it? And she says, we've never been in here in my life. Yeah. What the fuck would I be in here for? And he's shocked at it. I couldn't believe that, it. Like but, the centre's there 30 years. Yeah, but yeah. why would I go to Stevens Green Shopping Centre when I have the Oilac and the Jersey? Because it's nicer than the Oilac. The Oilac's a fucking kip. No, it's not. It's a stop the one it's shop and all Starbucks and all the other markets. It's a dump of a shopping centre. It's the there. worst shopping centre in Dublin. No, but Calvin, the Oilac's the spot. <sighs> it's hard to argue. <laughs> I'll give him that. It's a kip. I feel like the north side is Dublin, as in... Dublin, whereas Dublin is the south side. That's controversial. Do you know what? There's more Carrick on the north side. Why, why are, take this man to the heart. Yeah. And why are, are you so many people socialising in Dublin on the south side of the river? Temple Bar. Big all on the south, south, but not just Temple Bar, South William Street, all these uh, the areas around, uh, around Dublin too. Why are people drinking there? Because O'Connell Street and all around there is a kip. It's there's no pubs in O'Connell Street. Come on, there is a few. There is what? a few. One. No, there's about three or four or five. So, why, why is that no I one drinking go, on Westmoreland Street? I wouldn't go drinking in O'Connell Street to save me life. I wouldn't. No one drinks on Grafton Street? Uh, just off Grafton Street. People oh, drink okay. just off O'Connell Street? No, O'Connell Street has Dublin ruined. It's disgusting. It's horrible. So that brings down the... In what way? It's just a manky... I'd agree that it is. It could be better. Don't get me wrong, but... I don't know if I agree with you on that. It's, a, it's awful. Come as, as the main... If you go down to Cork, Patrick Street in Cork is the main street in Cork yeah. and it's a, it's a great street. But they don't have o a Lewis. O'Connell Street... No, they don't. <laughs> That's a valid point. Um, O'Connell Street should be a, a lovely um, boulevard um, with, like, um, outdoor dining areas and instead it's all bloody... Fast food shite. It's an awful street. It really is. I'm dying to see what they what happens with Cleary's when Cleary's reopens yeah. as as whatever it's going to reopen as. Because I remember we myself and Jeremy did a thing years ago where we lived in the window of Cleary's for a week, right? And I literally lived, slept in the window. Um so we saw the world go by uh O'Connell Street for a whole week. And it's Awful. It's just junky central. It's got no heart to it at all. And the south side has, uh, the south side of the city has a bit more heart in it, has a bit more class. Well, yeah, but I think that's not down to, that's not O'Connell Street's fault that socioeconomic problems they, are kind they of centered. They that allow it. Property. Yeah, well, that's, you yeah. Can't, it's due to the problems that lie outside of O'Connell Street, just off. So you have your Abbey Street where drugs are centralised and yep. are allowed to be sold there. That's why the Lewis was put down there to increase the flow of traffic to try and get them off. And they haven't combat that properly. To say that it's junky central, that's kind of... But it is. That's about how I say... You ask anybody, would you feel safe walking down O'Connell Street at 11 o'clock at night on your own? And I guarantee you, the majority of people will say, no. So let's just discredit the whole north side because it has a, a drug but problem it's the biggest. Here. it's the biggest street in the city. Yeah. And it's just, it's awful. I hate it. Hate it. Right, so, so your whole hate for, what, 500 metre stretch of the city reflects on the well, whole uh, half uh, of the actually city? Actually, my, my wife, when she was younger, would have socialised all around O'Connell Street and whatever, because she's an outsider, um, and she hates it now. She mm. thinks it's awful. Uh, down around Parnell Street and all, it's just, it's horrible. Yeah, of course it's horrible, but so is the south side. When you no, it's not as bad. Westmoreland Street's a kip. 
I walk through my small yeah, street to get here and the smell street, of the place. Maybe, but um, the, the much, there are nicer parts on the south side of the city than walk the north side. Walk down South William Street and tell me that. Well, compare the Ilac Centre to Stephen's Greenish. The Ilac, hang on for a minute. Thorns in the Ilac is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else have you got? The Oilac. The Oilac just needs investment. Stephen's Green has investment. The Oilac doesn't. It's always been a kip of a shopping centre, though. No, I wouldn't say yeah. always. No, it has. Much. And has. then you have, like, they're trying to redevelop it as well. That's why they're trying to knock down half of Moore Street to increase the size of the Oilac. We'll see, but it's, we'll see what that all turns out like. Well, right. they're going about, right? Anyway, there you are. There's me singer. South side or north side? Hello. So, have you ever been out the south side? Where yeah, is he now? I, I think the south side's a fucking kip. <laughs> That's the truth. I love the north side. I wouldn't change a single thing about it. Don't get me wrong, there is problems in it and things like that. Mm. But I wouldn't change a thing about it. I love it. I love everything about it. I love O'Connell Street. I love the kids. I love the whole lot. And you? I'd agree. Right, we'll agree to disagree then. Yeah, I love <laughs> like, that. I love the heart of the city centre. You yeah, know what I mean? I think... I just think it could be so much better. Of course, I think but the whole city could be so much better. Adrian. I think it's portrayed completely different online and in the media and things like that to what it actually is. And this whole thing about not being safe, come here. There's assaults happening all over the country, all over the city, over the south side as well. But the ones in the city centre are obviously, unfortunately, we had the Olympian Jack Woolley who got assaulted on the case there, mm-hmm. obviously recently. So when that happens. Boom, it blows up everywhere. But people getting assaulted all over the south side. Just because they're not Olympians, it's not going all over the papers and things like that. So that just makes the city centre look worse than it actually is. Yeah. So I don't believe that it's as bad in terms of assaults and theft and things like that because people think you can't walk down there. So you got a hiding because they're seeing an Olympian getting, which was obviously wrong. Mm. But when that goes out, blows up all over the newspapers everywhere, boom, the city centre's a kip. But it's not like that. Come here, there is problems. Don't get me wrong, there's problems all over the south side and all over this country. Uh, all over the fucking world. You can't change it. It is what it is. But I love the north side and I love the city centre. What's your favourite part of the north side? Oh, Connell Street's up there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I only moved out last week, Adrian, right? Yeah. And uh, the missus read the address from where we moved to. And when she got to the last line and it says Dublin 9, my stomach actually sank. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then she read the air code and I was like, D09 and I said just stop talking I'm going to get sick and I was like that's ridiculous I was like it took me nearly an hour to get here yeah. <coughs> you know what I mean no, well, what, what, it's not because of the, he's not saying that because the problem of the area is that they're going to, it's just because he's so used to being in, in town I love it I love show. it and do you know what so why did you move then because I had to move he's I was priced out gaff, yeah. I, was living, I was living at home that's why I moved it's honestly if I could be like oh yeah I'll just stay here the rest of my life I would don't get me wrong if I could have moved next door to my mask gaff, I would have mm. do you know what I mean I need space have a nipple like but mm. uh, I love the north side I love the south side as well <coughs> it's just I think it's the people that make the area and don't get me wrong we have problems like you said with the socio-economic problems but there's classes problems all over and all over Dublin do you know what I mean there's parts of uh, the north side I go to and people are turned their nose up to me there's parts of the south side it's the same there's parts of the south side I go to and people sound like me you know like that but I just I like the north side more I think it has more amenities there for us um, shopping is so much easier Whereas you go over the south side, you've like Grafton Street, you've Stevens Green or whatever, then Dundrum, which is miles away. Do you know like that? Everything is on your doorstep on the north side. I think it's all centralised perfectly. We'd agree to disagree. And then the airport <laughs> is only, what, like 7k from O'Connell Street or something like that as well, so it's a handy one. Now, I, lo- I love the rural part of North County Dublin, which is where we live. We live at the, at the back of the airport, but in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um the great, uh, the great advantage to that is shit broadband. We have the worst broad. There's better broadband on Ackle Island than there is where mm. we live, um, and there's no sign of it improving. So one of the, when when we set up our podcast, 
I, I would have had enough room to build a little studio at the house and we just couldn't because um, the broadband is so bad we just couldn't do it. So... Mm. Um, that's, that's a drawback of living, issues, living yeah. in rural... First world problems, yeah, huh? it is a first world problem. But, but it's, it's not even a first world problem anymore. Broadband is so essential for everything that we do now. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, during the lockdown last year, I couldn't work from home because our broadband is so shite. Um, mm-hmm. And when I went on to the website recently, it's 2024 before we're going to have broadband out where we live. So. Remember, there was that ad and it was like, I think it was Ackle and we're like, we're going to make this the most connected island in the yep. world. We're going to make this island the yeah. most connected island in the world. This show is a kip. It's in bits. <laughs> like, I can't even get internet in the gap. I'm hotspotting as well. And I'm walking from home. I have to hotspot everything, you know what mm. I mean? Then I have to hotspot like, for anything we need. You want to watch something on the iPad, I hotspot that down, trying to hotspot my laptop as well. Poor phones. And we do the exact the same and it's a pain in the arse. So it's not, it, it isn't a first world problem anymore because people need it so much mm. for everything. Mm. For everything. You can't watch Netflix without broadband. You can't, there's so much you can't do. Um, and like I said, I couldn't do a radio show from my house because our broadband is so shite. Mm. Have you got another singer? Oh, you had two. That was a very controversial one to say the least anyways. Bro. Okay, this is a simple one. We're warming up. Club, Club Orange, Orange or Fanta? Or Fanta. You Fanta, No. Right, um, Fanta. Why? Because that has bits. But isn't that the whole point of an orange drink? No, you don't have to have bits in a Fanta. Ah, it, make, it makes drink. it an orange drink, though. So obviously you're a club man. Fanta, yeah. And I had a choice in the machine outside, and I went for the club orange because mm. of the bits. It's a re- it's the only orange drink that I know of anywhere that has bits in it. No, don't get me wrong. I drink it, but I prefer Fanta. I Fanta's prefer just not- coloured water. But it's not the wizard, it's orange. What about Rock Shandy? <laughs> Best about was Rock Shandy's whopper. Yeah, it is. I I, 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 I agree. They didn't have it in, in mm. the machine, but... Oh, you have up on up, Rock Shandy. There'll Do be bits of it. I don't yeah. know why. Do you know where Fanta came from? Where? Do you know where it came from? No. There was a blockade in Germany when uh, after World War II, so obviously with the, the communist blockade, and they were trying to make a soft drink, and they wanted to compete with Coca-Cola, and due to the ingredients they only had at the time, they could only make Fanta, and... It just became popular then. Oh. And now we have Fanta. Jesus. And then I think I Coca-Cola. The one, thing about, Fanta then. the one thing about Fanta I've noticed is it's a different colour in different countries. Yeah. In some countries, it's nearly yellow looking. And um, Spain. And, uh, yeah, it's nearly yellow looking. And here it's orange looking. So Club Orange is the best. I don't know how it doesn't sell outside of Ireland because um, it's it's a beautiful drink. Mind you... He's definitely sponsored. Isn't he? No, because no, I'm not sponsored. Oh, you're yeah, looking for sponsorship. You're looking for a sponsor. No, because what I'm about to say wouldn't get me sponsorship. Here we are. The amount of sugar in Club Orange has more sugar than any other uh, fizzy drink on the market. More than Coke? Yep. yep. Did they not 40, get rid of all the sugars because no. of sugar tax? 43 grams of sugar. Now, I don't know how many spoonfuls that is, but it's a lot. Yeah, that's it's a lot of happen. sugar. So that's, uh, yeah, more than... Uh, yeah, just uh, than yeah straight, away. Straight, away. <laughs> yeah. straight away, yeah. So, yeah, sponsor's <laughs> deal is off because it's so much sugar, but it's a lovely drink. But I thought you had to get rid of uh, the sugars, didn't they? Or they changed the kind of sugar because the sugar tax, that's why Lucas, I taste dirt these days. It's horrible, yeah. It's rotten. That's because yeah. they changed the sugar in it. I refuse to drink it. It's rotten. Yeah, they changed the sugar in it and that's what they did. That's why the prices all went up there a while ago. But anyways... Club Orange are a fan of Kante. Um, no, he's in that store. Let me just get it out of the way. Go on then. Is it Dungarees? Oh, good luck. <laughs> Do you know why I say good luck? Because we have this debate with the missus all the time. Really? All Do the time. Do you call them Dungarees? Yeah. So do I. Yeah, so, yeah. Dung- that's, well, that's a definitely a Northside thing. Yeah. yeah. No, because... 
you know what? Shout out to the doctor message. Start now, kind of he said to me, he used to wind all the elves up. So we'd be all down to club and the elves would come down. They bring those on the trip or whatever. And he'd be wind all the elves up saying, Yeah, what you call them things then? They'd be Dungarines. Yeah, <laughs> but we called them Dungarines. I, I, did, yeah. I said, You didn't know. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know. I genuinely. I, and I, I had this debate all the time, right? Yeah, all the time. You have to say, What's the actual name for it? Yeah. Um, Dungarines. Do you, yeah. you ever see that film, Dennis the Menace? No. With, with Mr. Wilton. Do you ever see it? No. And he wears them. And because uh, we only watched it a couple of weeks ago, and I came back up and I was like, "What? He, what does he have on?" And she was like, "Dungarees." And I was like, "The dungarees." <laughs> You're just looking for an argument. You're just like, but no, that's what I call, she yeah. always calls him that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, she always calls me out on that. Yeah, because yeah, you know yeah. when you see an old picture, like everyone used to wear them when they were oh, kids. Yeah, yeah everybody. Had everyone them had a pair of them. them. But yeah, and then my choice that as well because we are now. I think after this week, I I really mean it. I think we are done because I can't think of another one. I used to have a back. Backlog a little few screenshots. I pull one up every now and again. Do you call it French toast or eggy bread? French, I never French in my life heard someone call it eggy bread, but it's no. I have heard people calling it eggy bread. That's childish. childish. I haven't. Um, but it's childish. Yeah, very childish. Um, no, it's French toast. <laughs> I'm going to the cafe. Can I get eggy bread and a, a coffee there, please? I, I I remember seeing it on a menu in a in a restaurant in bread. Dublin. Yeah. As eggy bread, yeah. And come out. Do you reckon if you go to Paris and say, "Give us toast," they'll give you eggy bread, or they just give you regular toast? You'd have to ask for. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point, isn't it? You just get ordinary well, toast. You just get if you go to a restaurant in Paris and say, "Can I get toast?" Do you get French toast or do you get regular toast? That's that's a decent point. Valid point. No. Mm -hmm. You're getting toast. That's it. You'll get some sort of bread. Some sort of bread that's burdened to a crisp. Yeah, bread cooked twice. Not yeah. mad, isn't it? Toast. Like, imagine getting bread and me like that was a little cooker again there. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Suggestions, Calvin. Uh, shout out to that little young man who got Ronaldo's jersey. Do you oh, know? Yeah. She's legend. a legend. 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 Absolute hero. Um, wasn't happy to hear that she was eligible to get a three grand fine, though. That was a lot of bollocks. But that, it, it, it applies to anybody who invades the pitch. Yeah. Um, so she invaded the pitch, but yeah. uh, they waived the three grand fine. So it's subjective then, they're discriminating, is what they're saying. Uh, yeah, but there wasn't just her, there was a couple, there was a few got she out of the pitch. Yeah. She was just <laughs> quicker, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you, 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 I mean, the, the story just went wild and you couldn't be slapping a fine of three grand on a, on a kid. Well, look. So does that mean any kid can just run on the pitch now and not get a fine, Adrian? Well, that's it. Because everyone will be sending their kids out now. So look, she didn't get a fine. You go on out there. Yeah. She'll sell the jersey. She'll get a lot more than three grand. So. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, she will. Three grand, what? Three grand for Ronaldo's jersey ah, and a board, a nil all draw and a World Cup qualifier game in the Aviva with Ireland. But just, and the game doesn't score. Just it. because it's Ronaldo's jersey, that's yeah. shit. It's not signed, though. Three grand, boys. People that buy that, bro. You put that up for auction, I guarantee there's Ronaldo fans out there bid on that. I don't know. Yep. We'll have a look. But I've seen, uh, I think it was a. Uh, why do you think she should have been fined? No, no, no definitely no. not. Definitely yeah. not. Well, it's just like never that kid there. Yeah. Saying, oh, everyone sends their kids on. But everyone sends their kids on. But uh, <laughs> when Ireland beat New Zealand in the rugby the other day, I seen a young Flagran and one of the players gave him his boots then. So it's just a trend, you know what I mean? They're going to be fucking clothesline yeah, no, and 11 year olds. I don't think there's a fine for rugby. Maybe I'm wrong. What? I don't know if there's a fine. You can't get a fine for running onto a rugby pitch you, or a football pitch. You can, you can have a pint of beer watching a rugby match in the VV. You joke. can't have one yeah. watching a football match. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. So there is. You ever go to rugby match tournaments? Never in my life. Do you know what I don't get about rugby? So you know when you're taking the penal, they're taking the penal and everyone shushes and it goes quiet. That wrecks my head. That's deadly though. Why? Uh, it just it makes the atmosphere. It uh, makes it really tense. But everyone going quiet. So everyone, everyone goes quiet when there's a penalty. Seventy thousand people go quiet to let this fella kick a ball. Yeah. Whereas when it's a penalty in the Champions League final. Stop you there. Yeah. 
I forgot the lawyer. You're smoking, you don't have a lawyer. I'm about to be a They're about to be a text there. I'm trying not to look into it. I'm the only guy. I forgot it. I did. I'm about to go on pink fire there. Yeah, look, I just photoshop that. Couldn't be. Couldn't be all of them on it. I know, that's why I have a shirt. Just put the trick. HBD does the trick. Thank you. I'm late and sick now. Yeah, cut it up slices first. You're still legends, no issue. Scarlet for me, ma, for having me, what? Oh, I went pink for you for some reason. I was wondering what you were doing on your phone as well. I was like, you better grab that fucking phone. Oh, no, I'm not going to sit there, Shane. He's going to think I'm an ignorant cunt, but I was showing that out. So, yes. So, me and Alvin, obviously, went over to get her a cake, and we were looking at the big fancy ones, but then that was then. It's called Calvin the Caterpillar. Is it actually? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nice one, Alvin. Appreciate that. Yeah, so uh, happy birthday. Thanks very much. Yeah. Did you have a good birthday? I did. I yeah. know he was in the middle of talking, but I was jumping, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was I rugby. Did. Yeah. Why? Why did you say it like that? No, I'm just oh. I'm scarlet. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Right. Milvin what are we talking on. about there? I don't know what we were talking about. What are we talking about, Adrian? Birthdays, actually. How, how important is a birthday? I, Very important. I used to I love hate... This. I want you to hear us where a load of days ones, a load of days... Working in an office, I used to hate the birthday cake being brought in like that in front of everybody. I've, I just think it's pathetic because we all have a birthday. It's no, you know, happy birthday and all that. But mm. um, I found it, used to find it really embarrassing if all the staff would arrive in, just like that with the, with the birthday cake, I'd be humiliated. Hey, when I looked at your face there, you looked fuming, you did. <laughs> what was nice, like, I thought you didn't like the two girls. I was like, what do you not like about No, this? I just, I, 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 we all have a birthday, yeah? I, I just so never... So you think just, that they shouldn't be celebrated? If anything, your, your mother's the one that should be celebrating because it's the day she gave birth. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I've always wondered what, what's the big deal with the birthday because yeah, it only comes once a year celebrate your life no yeah, yeah but like oh you understand what you're saying because oh, look I'm at the age now where like my birthday is another day don't give a bollocks about it but I think like my kids and stuff like that for kids yeah kid, but your birthday is still your birthday it's still yeah, nice but to be it's only once a year yeah it's only it's once it's as if you're doing it every month and you're like oh this again it's once a year so what do you think about Christmas <clears throat> uh, I don't mind Christmas so um, what's the difference uh, well, you're celebrating the, je- the day Jesus was born. I wasn't really born that day. Well, whatever it was. <laughs> and then, but you won't celebrate your own? I just, ne- I just never get... I, big birthdays, maybe. Um, you know, a 30th or 40th or whatever. Yeah. Well, they're the ones you do the parties for. Yeah, so I'm going... My sister's 50 this weekend and we're going to a party for her. Any invites? Who no. No? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Down, back. down in Wexford. No. It's yeah. in Wexford. Right. I drive. I travel, don't worry. I drive. <laughs> no. He looked at the you haven't even been past the south side. How did you get to Wexford? Yeah, right. Hey, I was in Glendalough the other day. That's Wicklow. Yeah. Halfway there. Halfway, Halfway there. Halfway there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, I... I, I, I in a work environment, I always think yeah, it's. I wouldn't hear. Yeah, look at childish. Bring, bring yeah, don't be doing like the cake yes. and all, but bring a cake in and be like, "There's a the cake there. Yeah, grand. It's in the staff room. Whose birthday is Adrian? Happy birthday, Adrian! Thank the such a cake. Going back to me desk there, whatever. That's grand. No need for the rigmarole and all. You know what I mean? What like that? No, that there's under for me, Scarlett boys. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine in front in, in an office full yeah, of people. Don't mind that. Just there's the cake. We move on. I love we all for it. Fucking make them go pink. Sing the song. Have the boys go back to work. But your uncle. Yeah, I think they should be celebrated though. They're only yeah. once a year. You're celebrating someone's life. You know what I mean? No, no, no. nobody cares. 
Oi, Kerr. 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 Oi, yeah. It's the same as yesterday, it's the same as the next day. It's not really though, because my number was at the change and I was 27 and 28 now. What did 20 do when he was hungry? 28. Yeah, you know what I mean? I love that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, any more controversial ones like that? What else should not like? I'm, I'm just in the mood for a route. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. yeah coming that. across as a bit of a Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, the Scrooge, fella. Yeah. It, uh, as a Scrooge, because yeah. I don't like. I, I think it's childish for grown adults to be... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I had a colleague who used to take his birthday off work. He used yeah. to take... Oi, What's that mate? all about? My mate used to... Bob all showed, Bob all again. Used to take the day off school. Then he'd take the day off college. And then he said, take the day off work. What's that all about? Because he's dead, right? For what? To celebrate. a three-day bender. Do you know what I mean? And now, God bless you, but it was on a Friday because you wouldn't see him till the Tuesday. <laughs> That's a fact, and it's a valid point. I think he's dead. You right? should be celebrating it once a year, a little blowout. You're changing numbers. Good luck. No. No? You're just not having that, you no. know? No. You had it. Do you know what? Someone must have forgot your birthday, Adrian. That's what it That's was. That's what it is. So I've forgotten about yeah. it. <laughs> when was it? March. March. Right. If How I sell around you? this time next year, we'll give you a shout. How old do you think I am? 21. I wish. How old? 54. You're only a pup. What are you giving out about oh, the birthdays for? You're Adrian. too young to be giving out about age, Adrian. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Have you got kids? Yeah. Do you celebrate their birthdays? Yeah. So no matter what age, their yeah. Birthdays? Say again? No matter what age. Like if one of them was 24, would you like, oh, here's a cake. Well, my, my kids are 24 and 28. See that? Oh, that was a good show. Tw- and 28 as well. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, well, I'd never forget their birthday. Yeah, I know. But would you do that for them? No. Would you give them a card? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And a cake. And do maybe. they do that for you? No. Is that what it is then? That's maybe, exactly maybe I'm just bitter and yeah. twisted. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If we can't have it, no one's having it. Yeah, he's hard. I could do I'm, that. I, I, like. I mean, my birthday's always been, well, has always been on the 13th of March, so it's four days before Paddy's Day, and yeah. it kind of always gets forgotten. So. Are you, I, would have had, I know someone that, Whose birthday's on Paddy's Day? Yeah, even Issa's birthday's so on Paddy's that, Day as well. That's yeah. the worst thing ever. Like, my two little brothers, we have two little twin brothers, and they're born on Christmas Day. Jay yeah. O'Neill's birthday is Christmas Day as well. Yeah. Shout out to them Boxing Club. <laughs> but, uh, Jay O'Neill's birthday is Christmas Day. Oh, I'd hate that. Yeah, yeah I'd hate that. that myself, yeah. Like, you're just getting nothing out of it. Yeah, you're literally just getting uh, one present. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, when you're a kid, you can just sting them as well, you know what I mean? Say, ah, look, there's your birthday present, and your Christmas present. Yeah. You'd have got the same thing, anyways. Yeah. Do you get me? Uh, yeah. But, that's what's wrong. Adrian, right, chalk that into the canva there. Yeah, boys, 13th of March. Get we'll Adrian a cake. We'll get you a cake. We'll Thanks, lads. You. We'll get celebrate with you. Yeah. We'll get back on the gargling off you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I would actually, uh, my birthday could come and go and I wouldn't even notice it. Ah, we will, Adrian. We'll celebrate. We Don't worry. You'll get a little okay. neck of us. Happy birthday. Feel special. HBD, how are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, I just sat there, just brave past the messing there. So you know, I'll get back on the gargle for you. But I heard something on the radio today and I want to talk about it. What's the story with me going on a night out and spending the exact same amount of money I would on a night out if I drank because non-alcoholic drinks are the exact same price? Ridiculous. Adrian, give Believe me a Believe it or not, I, I, I drink it every now and again. On Saturday night I was out and I had two Erdinger non-alcoholics because I was driving. Very um, And it's... I, I believe it's more expensive to produce. Be, uh, certainly with some non-alcoholic drinks, they have to make it with the alcohol and then take the alcohol back out again. Otherwise, it's not the same thing. But why is it so cheap in the shop? So you go into a shop, you can get bottles and cans with a door cheap. Fuck all, you get six cans of Heineken all well for about blading five or five twenty or something. Is it, yeah? Yeah, but if you go in and you order one in the pub, you're getting charged 5 50 I remember during the summer, 
oh, you're drinking non-alcoholic copper beer. And it's very hard to find. Only certain mm. shops have it. And it was, a, I think it was a... Oh, no, it was cheap. It was only like €2 Euro a bottle. Yeah, and then like a normal bottle of copper beer is like €4 Euro a bottle or something like that in the, the shop. The, big, the bigger bottles, they'd be... Yeah, wherever. Yeah, they'd be definitely there. Like, but yeah, it actually it was. It was like half the price. Yeah, now that... But like Heineken now was where I drink because I used to drink beer. I still drink beer. Like, but... So in the shop, the door cheaper in a pub that played the same. And John, what else is expensive? Red Bull. Red Bull was like a foil. When I used, I used to drink, when I start going out, I used to drink Red Bulls. But not now, you're bleeding. You take a bleeding mango. Oh, but uh, people just say, oh, you save a load of money. I was like, that kind of Red Bull is there than what you're drinking. You're like the boys be drinking a bottle or something. But uh, And then some places you go and you know, they have a deal on where it's like a, a vodka and Red Bull is like four euro. And I used to say to them like, Right, give us the Red Bull and don't put the vodka in and then give someone else the vodka because it's cheaper. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's ridiculous. I, I, I think they should subsidise um, non-alcoholic beers. Do you wonder why people um, are drink driving? Do you know what I mean? Because it's cheaper one. to get drunk. Well, basically, have one and then one leads to two and then they're getting in the car with two drinks in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how you always have people coming up saying, you almost save a fortune. No, I'm fucking spending more than you, you yeah. cunt. That round you know cost, I mean? a round of non-alcoholic probably costs... More than a full fucking normal. Yeah, it should be subsidised. It should be cheaper. It should be made easier. Like I, I, I enjoy my beer, but if so, the other night I was out, um, and uh, I like to have a beer, mm. um, or at least look like I'm having a beer. I don't know why that is. I, I wouldn't sit there it drinking just makes a coke. You feel like a part of it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it should be subsidised. I think it should be easier for people to not drink. Give you more of an inkling than not if you're trying to stay up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you're sort of going, look, well, here I'm bleeding. Two euro a bottle of that grand, whatever, instead of paying fucking four fifty and six. How do you find not drinking around people who are drinking? At I first, hate it. I didn't really like it, so I didn't actually associate with anybody that was for a long time. But now I'm grand. Now I'm grand. But I now, but I went run the muck, have a party, stay out till the next morning. We're all the boys stone cold sober. Yeah, no, I can't. I've I really struggle to be around people if if I'm not drinking and they are. I, I, now would have been like that because I don't drink at all now. But when I used to drink, I'd have never went out unless I was drinking. Mm. I'd have never went out. Fuck that. What's the point? Do you know what I mean? Like when you're drinking, like yeah. if you're able to have a drink and you're just choosing not to drink, just have a gag. That's what you say. Myself, Fuck, I'll just have a drink mm. and you're out for about whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, you was ready, well, Grant. Yeah, I'm beyond Grant. Like that doesn't even cross my mind. That's it. Like I'll never drink. You know, I, I never like to use the word never, but I just Why? I'll never drink. Because I'm comfortable, I've never been out and not drank. Sorry, I've never been out and drank. That's what I was. Right. I've never been out and drank. I've always not. So you, drank. you've never not. You've never drank. No, I've I've tried it and I've been down that road. But I learned when I was really young. It's not for me. And I've been to serious things in my life. Wherever, like I've been to festivals. I've been to Ibiza. I've been to Vegas. I've been to all sorts. Every party I've ever had. I've been on rollovers, Stone Cold sober, like. That's when when we started this podcast, people like we've been in gas with him. Can only imagine what a podcast is going to be like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Burning the ears off. Why, do, the ears why off do you not drink? Ah, uh, just yeah, problems really. You know what I mean? Just like ah, shit. You, you were know, drinking too much. Yeah, drinking every day. Like not every day. Drinking most days, but then other stuff that comes. It was right a problem. Out. You know what I mean? And he addressed it. And he's, yeah. he's moved past and yeah, he's better person for it. Yeah, fuck that. Sounds like you them. you might have something you need to address there, Adrian. If you can't come out and not drink, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, no, no, no. Serious, I, 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 I would avoid a situation of going out if if I wasn't drinking for whatever reason. I do reason. not think that's like that's horrible that you can't actually communicate with other people without having a drink. No, no, it's not that. I, I find it difficult to communicate with people when they are drinking. I find them gobshites basically. Um, and when you're sober, it's so hard to if they're half pissed to deal with them. Um, well, I understand what you're saying. Some people are a nuisance when they have a few drinks on them and when they're sober, they're grand, but a few drinks, them, you're sort of like, oh, yeah, to have to put up with this shit. Yeah, um, 
So I avoid that situation. So it's not that I can't go out and not have a drink. Uh, it's the, I don't like mixing with people who are drunk mm. if I'm not on the same page. But then if you are, you are drinking, yeah, do you not think that you're in that kind of same boat? Then yeah, probably, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, probably. Um, yeah. But it's, I, I've always, like for years DJing in nightclubs and having to deal with people who are locked out of their head. You're missed, will you play a song? I'm nearly puking on, on top of you. Um, I, used to, I just find dealing with drunk people difficult. I don't get drunk myself very often though. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy I enjoy my beers. Mm. It's a valid point. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with Let him. Right, suggestions over. <laughs> All the limelight on the big fella now. Adrian, what we do with every guest, just tell us where you're from, what life is like. Do you remember Silla Black? What's your name? Where'd you come from? My One name is Adrian Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I come from Ballybrack originally. Yeah. Which is out the south side. You must pass by someday. Sorry to hear. My mum and dad still live in Ballybrack. Um, and then I uh, got involved in radio when I was 16. Did my very first radio show um, at 16 years of age. How did um, you get into radio? What made you want to do that? I always had a fascination with radio. I don't know why. Um, did you really, though? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I really did. <laughs> like, <"What's> <laughs> Look, I, I can't imagine being a young kid and going, the radio. Because it's a, di- a different world now. Radio isn't as important now as it was, then it was. when I was younger, yeah. yeah. Um, Radio I mean, was the internet back then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Um, it's where you heard new songs for the very first time. Um, you, you could only hear them on the radio. You couldn't um, download them or stream them or whatever. So, I, yeah, I, I was always fascinated. So I did my very first radio show when I was 16, and I worked in radio until April of this year when I was made redundant. Um, so this is the first time I've not had a full-time job in radio since I was a kid. So um, uh, uh, during the years that I've worked in uh, in radio, I've done everything. I've read news. I've, I've done talk shows. I've done magazine shows. Very popular ones, by the way. There's not a person in fucking Dublin or that yeah. doesn't know you, you know what I mean? And it was, it was by accident, actually, that I got into doing the phone show on FM 104 back in the day. Um, we did that for 17 years. Um, and I gave it up because I was just fed up working nights. Um, I just had enough. And then we moved to 98 FM and we did a daytime show at 98. Got seven years out of it. And like I said, they made us redundant this year, unfortunately. Mm. But it's one of those things. Just take us back to the start a little bit before we get into the radio and things like that. So what was life actually like growing up? In, in Ballybrack? Great. Oh, yeah. yeah, great. Ballybrack mm. was out in the sticks when, when I was a kid. Um, it was... It was a, a growing area. It's huge now. Ballybrack yeah. is monstrous now. Um, Whereabouts is Ballybrack? Exactly. It's near Shankill. Oh, yeah. Miles and Lockland Sound. Miles away. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> That's miles away. That's deep into the south side. It's nearly in Wicklow. Um, it basically is, yeah. 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 Um, but no, we, I, we had a great childhood. My mum and dad, my, my, my mum is from Sally Noggin. My dad's from Dalkey. Um and the house that he grew up in was only sold last year after my grand died at 98 um, last year. And yeah, it was some age. Yeah, she was brilliant. She was an amazing woman. Um, Fit as a fiddle until her dying day. And I had a heart attack, boom, gone. And that's the way to go. She was... um, But anyway, so I I had a great childhood. Um, I was an altar boy for years um, and loved it. When I was a kid, when I was eight or nine, I wanted to be a priest. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't mean to laugh but that's no, but a, it's a random one as a kid I wanted to be a priest like to me right the two things you were spoiled to be are the two strangest things in the world like 
a priest <laughs> and a radio presenter. To me, that's another word. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a learning. Um, I was the head altar boy in Ballybrack Church and we had great fun um, for years. And one of the best things about being an altar boy back then was uh, you'd get a week of serving 10 o'clock mass. So you'd get out of school for two and a half hours to go off down to the church, serve mass and come back to school again. Um and I used to do the the roster for the altar boys who were serving which mass and all that. And for some reason, I wanted to be a priest until I got a girlfriend and I realised you couldn't have you a girlfriend have if you, you can't have both. So that was the end of that. I never became... Um, but no, I, I remember my first uh, girlfriend um, when I was eight or nine. And I remember her dad saying, is Louise your girlfriend now? And Oh, no, no, I, 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 I'm going to be a priest. And he still remembers that to this day. Uh, me saying that that I was going to be a priest so but uh, no it never, it, Kennedy, never <laughs> it never happened I'm glad I didn't pursue it um, yeah, yeah so what was going on you, you, you used to you have a roof over your head for the rest of your days yes, so, yeah, yeah. never shot yeah. a few quid you've got a, you got a car yeah you know what I mean got yeah. a halo over the head as well yeah exactly you know I mean? anyway so I didn't become a priest yeah. I found women and went off and got married and <laughs> but whatever so do you know when you were in like school and all were you like were you any good in school like I mean academic wise were you no any, I, any I, I, I hated I hated secondary school I loved primary school uh, I hated secondary school because I was very badly bullied in secondary school and I couldn't wait to get out of school so even though I would have had enough points to go to college and stuff I just didn't I just couldn't wait to get out of it um mm. Hated school. Did you finish? I did. I went, I, I, I did my leaving cert. Um, did all right in the leaving cert, but the, the thoughts of continuing in education, I just thought, no, I want out of what this. What were you bullied for? Fuck knows. Why is anybody bullied? Um, sure. I was just picked on constantly. Had um, school bags fucked in rivers and um, it Boy, was... a bunch of people. Yeah. Bullies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, uh, what radio did for me was, so I was 16, I'm in school and I'm being bullied and then I got involved in the radio station out in Bray and they were all great. So it's I found escape, it, like, yeah, it yeah. Was, that's exactly what it was. Um, and uh, yeah, and I just got a new bunch of friends and uh, all decent people that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, so yeah, radio kind of saved me for myself. It, 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 was, a, it was an escape. And when I started, I was uh, I was a DJ. I was doing the Saturday afternoon top thirty show, and um, and talk radio then kind of happened by complete accident. I was working um, out out in what's now East Coast Radio out in out in Bray, and they needed to do a talk show, and they asked me would I be interested in trying it. I'd never done any talk before, so I did that for a couple of years, and then one hundred four came calling and offered me the phone show and the rest is history and like that I was talking to someone about this today like that was huge like that was before the internet or anything like that and it was literally every night tuned in phone show let's go that was it and that was all anyone talked about especially yeah. well, it was the talking about... bollocks of the 90s that's the best <laughs> way to describe it anyway. we'll put it there we'll you said it not us you yeah. know what I mean um, we'll, but we'll it, get that, it, but that's get what that blown up somebody put that in quotes we left this because the the phone show grew into it was mad. Like we we got away with murder. Literally, um, it was yeah. madness. The yeah, stuff we got that away was with murder, and it was just people going on and running amok about everything. And then the next night it was something completely different. It was never like, oh, you were on this on Monday talking about that. It was just like, right now Monday's gone. It's Tuesday now. This is what we're talking about. And then people just run. Amok. How long did it go on for? Many hours. Uh, from nine on. Well, it changed over the years, but f- when we finished up, it was nine to one. So four hours. Um, but like I said, it was. Nighttime radio is gone now. 
when 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 we left FM 104, we would have had fifty two thousand listeners or whatever every night. FM 104 at nighttime now has eight thousand, nine thousand, something like that. So that nighttime radio has died. So I think we left at the right time. Yeah. Um, because one of one of the biggest things for us was the younger audience. So when you were younger, um, that audience is very important to us. That audience aren't listening to radio anymore. It's as simple as that. So without that young audience, nighttime radio was always going to die, and it has died a horrible death um, because teenagers just don't listen to the radio anymore. And what was it like? So say you come in tonight, you're on the radio at nine o'clock, yeah, Monday. Do you, do you have like a brief, this is what you're going to talk about, this only happened yesterday, talk about this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, some of the stuff we do is, uh, you know, relationship stuff, which you can do any night of the week, but then, uh, you know, other stuff is very topical, yeah. is happening today. And that's still what we're doing with our, our, our new podcast. It's, it's like a radio show, except it's not on the radio. Yeah. Um, and people, if you listen to it, it sounds like it was on the radio, but, yeah. uh, but it wasn't. But... Um, yes, we we deal with whatever's topical today, um, and then throw in relationship stuff or stupid stuff. The most random, like like some of the stuff we're after been talking about here. The the more random um, shit, the better. Mm. Um, And it's amazing. The like, for example, today on our podcast, we ended up having a row about whether or not Yorkshire puddings have any place on a Christmas dinner plate. Did you? I've no, they certainly Yorkshire don't. In my life. You never had a Yorkshire pudding. I reckon never. you have, and you didn't know what they were. Do you know what they are? No. I reckon you've had I them, and you didn't. They're know. like a pastry thing. You know them, yeah. They're like a blading. They're like a cup that you put your gravy into. That's what best but way it's No growing. place on a Christmas dinner plate. No, no. Ah, now, where where Jeremy dinner? was arguing. Do you know what? I, I don't. I probably do. I don't know off the top of my head, but I wouldn't say get that on my plate. But was on it. I'd say I do. A Christmas dinner is just a Sunday roast, but bigger. It with turkey. Yeah, but uh, Yorkshire puddings are meant to be served with beef, not I with know. turkey and ham. See, we're not as cultured as you. No, no. This is the south side coming out, you know. A Christmas dinner, it could be blading ham, you get your stuff and you get your turkey. Yeah. And bedarets and fucking... Sprouts? I don't like sprouts, yeah. Mushy peas? Sprouts. No, I'm not yeah. into that now. Yeah. Mushy peas, yeah. yeah. Carrots, yeah, gravy. Uh, I don't know what else. Blading, they'll just take away. I give them kind of thing, you know what I mean? But... I wouldn't go if I say get that off and get that no. off. No. But uh, anyway, the point I'm making is that it, it, the more random shit people uh, remember you for, the more random the stuff. Uh, it, it, we could talk about the biggest news story today and then end up having a row about Yorkshire puddings on Christmas what dinner. And, us? And, definitely. It's, and it's what people talk about. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Like, as English, it's like, we have, we've had huge guests on this show. We've talked about real serious things. But it's like the thing that people lure into the most is the zingers. Yeah. Like that's like that'd be our most what's engagement. What, engagement. Yeah, engagement. Our most engagement through social media would be about the zingers. You just reminded me. You're pissing the shower. <laughs> My wife thinks I do. I, I do. Thinks you do. What do you mean? Thinks. How, how have you because, had this conversation? What you got out of the shower and it smells like chicken is. No, no. <laughs> chicken She's convinced. Like bacon fries. She's convinced that I do because whatever way, the, there's this kind of pink. Uh, mold in the shower and if she you're says pissing pink you want to get that <laughs> she says it's for me pissing and that's exactly what I say to her if I was pissing pink but I don't know what sort of a, it's some sort of a but come here I am pissing in the shower on this life oh, I know just tell the truth tell the boys get the dragon the life out of this one Adrian just in my own shower not in other people's showers now what are you doing in other people's showers in a hotel or anything I wouldn't that's where you should be pissing yeah no 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 I am mad maybe in my own shower but not in somebody else's shower I have 
have done. Love Just say yeah. That, AJ. It's a simple yeah, yeah no love question. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll have a bit of that. Anyways, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a constant <laughs> argument with my missus because she's convinced I just hop into the shower and piss all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I reckon she's pissing in the shower. Yeah, so I, I, you to blame yeah, yeah, because you yes. wouldn't expect it from her. And then mm. she's like, do you know what? I pin this on him. Yeah, I'm onto something here. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's but, on the um, wall there. How do you prove that though? You don't. You yeah, just yeah. It's all going down the one drain. Yeah, but yeah. So back to what we were saying there. So you were saying about. That's what your podcast is about and all the stupid stuff and that's the things I remembered for. But Jesus Christ is a controversial as well. Yeah. Uh, we tried to be. hundred um, percent. So this is what I was saying today, right, Adrian? That was obviously something done deliberately. That was a, a business tactic. It was like clickbait before the internet. The, uh, the phone show? Yeah, but the, the topics and what, how you would address it. It was like clickbait before the internet so people would be jamming your phone line, your phone's engaged constantly. You couldn't get through. There's too many people trying to get through at the one time. So that's that exactly what it was. Yeah, so it was done deliberately, yeah. That's, that's exactly what we did. Um, At least, well, yeah. Don't knock the horse a little bit. No, 100%. It, don't knock the nipsy. We, we, were, we became masters at, at, at knowing how to poke people, yeah, just fucking yeah, prod people yeah. and annoy them. Um, still, I'm still able to do it. Come here, tell me this, right? Because <laughs> I, I saw this before and I remember saying, I think I said it to me, Mark, because we were listening in the car one night. So let's say the topic was, I don't know, fucking... Like that way you said about bleeding... Uh, who gets a child? Who gets a child on Christmas, oh, Christmas Day? Yeah. You do that, and then you'd have a caller on, and they, the first caller would always say something very, very, very controversial. But then you'd never hear that caller again. Was that always an inside job? No. I tell you what. I tell you what. We had we had a, a list of regulars. Let's call them. So these are people that we could we could ring, not to tell them what to say. They were opinionated f- fuckers, basically. Mm. Um, I remember one guy um, from Finglas. Uh, John is his name. And John was the biggest mouth. He would mouth on about antisocial behaviour. One night, live on air, and this is to prove that these people weren't paid actors or whatever. One night, live on air, he's given out about uh, antisocial behaviour in Finglas and a fucking brick coming through his window. Live on air. While he was on the phone to us, yeah. Um, I went out, I called into his house on, on my way home that night because I was so worried about him. He literally had his window put in. He had so to move house. So you knew this fella personally? No, I didn't, no. Um, but I asked him where he lived and I popped in on my way home. And just, Jamel, was that because he was on your phone show all yeah, the time? So yeah, yeah, yeah. sick of him then yeah. put the window in. Um, and why did he give his real name and all though? Because like, I know people used to ring up Bogey and yeah. all the whole lot. So you were saying earlier on, Barry but, Keoghan used to, Barry Keoghan talked about it on Living With Lucy or something, I didn't see it. Yeah. About, uh, he used to do wind-up calls on our show. I know a lot of people that did. Without, did yeah, yeah, I, I do myself, I've met people since, but we never paid people to go on, we, did, we never told people what to say. What we did have was a regulars list that... You could rely it, on. I could turn to such and such a caller who'd have, who we know is very opinionated on... on Certain this, topics, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, people used to uh, regularly ask us, you know, you're paying people to go on. We never did. No. But well, no. it was clickbait. That's the That's exactly thing. what it was. Yeah, that's... Yeah. No, because I had a feeling, because I'd be like, there's no way they really think that way. Uh, do you know what they're doing? You know what I mean? Definitely. So, as you say, don't knock the nipsy, isn't it? Yeah, when you're doing it like that, you're not really harming anyone, are you? Like, like... That's that's what what we, would never, we would never have somebody on air with an opinion that didn't exist, if you know what I mean. That it... it it, it was very important that the opinions that we heard on the show were believable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That so we would never... Up on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 
one of the reasons we came up with the name for our podcast, Opinions Matter, is that everybody has an opinions are like arseholes. Everyone has one. Um, and, and some it, stink. Yeah, and when you hear somebody on the radio with an outrageous opinion, you think that can't be real. But those these people exist yeah. um, with the most random opinions. Yeah, on like I, like I was going to say that is like nobody's life is really on the line. You know, like when you're doing something like that, come here. It's controversial, and sometimes I used to feel like certain areas are getting a hard time because you go on and you talk about a certain thing that happened in that area and that's then portrayed out there to, as you said, 52,000 listeners a night, you know what I mean? Which I didn't didn't really like, but whatever, no one's life is on the line. It's different if people are out here getting killed over it and stuff like that. So I'm like, don't knock the horse yeah. around it. But what you did, you used to do, we mentioned it already, would be like, if he's had a caller from Finglas, yeah. And then another call at them from Ballymunio. This film thing they said this about yeah. Ballymunio. Very good at turning people Bally. against each other. Letting, and you just kind of step back. <laughs> well, that's what, I used to love literally putting people up against each other and sitting back and just, yeah, just them, watching it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just leaving them at it. That must um, have been the best job in the world. It was. I, I, I loved it for years. Um, I don't know if I did myself any favours though doing it for that length of time. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, people didn't take it seriously. Right, we used to have awful trouble getting sponsors, for example, um, on the show because people said, "No, oh, that's a load of shite." That show is. Um, so I don't know if I enjoyed it for all the years that we did it. It was it, it was great to do. I'm glad I gave it up when I gave it up because I think it, it would have given me up. I think the list nighttime radio was going to, listenership you know was going to go down anyway. Twitter. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. you're on th- that phone show to give your opinion on something, whereas on Twitter I can give me opinion on it in five seconds, and yeah. then on the tenth. Seconds later, I'm on a new thing. Give yeah, so it, we, we gave it up in 2013 and I think we gave it up at exactly the right time yeah. because it, it's if we'd have stayed at it, I don't think the show would exist today anyway. Yeah, I think it would, that's it, what I'm saying. So like, let's say you were talking about, I don't know, bleeding. Anyone who takes drugs is a fucking scumbag and they're part of their problems. And I'm ringing up to say, well, I fucking take drugs. I'm not a bad person. I can't get through. I want it. I keep trying. I'm trying. Whereas if you put that on Twitter... I just tweet, well, I'm not a scumbag bum and then I move on, you know what I mean? Yep. Then Terrence can come in and say what he wanted well, to that's say. Well, that, that's where parts where, yeah, where I'd argue is wrong and harsh. Because I know of uh, a situation where a young player, only a young kid he was, is soft, very soft, jumped, very quiet he is. And he was out drinking with his mates one night. And I know there's something very, very quiet. And because he was out drinking and he had his, his bottles out or whatever, the guy that ended up going over and nicking him to death and they woolied him around and someone recorded it and sent it into yours. And he was posted it on Facebook and all the thousands saying, look at this scumbag getting arrested by the police. And I'm like, harsh, very, very harsh, you know? Because you never really got the full side of a story when you just got video sent in. So like, where if it's a topic of discussion, like something that happened in the fucking government or something, you can go out and say, look, we have the information. But when people are sending these videos, because you still do that this, mm-hmm. where people yep. send this in a video, mm-hmm. but you don't have the full details of a video. And I'm like, but it's controversial. It's mm-hmm. else, doesn't it's it? Like people are going to tune in and go, well, this, but then it's harsh, because then there's people in the area and all looking at it going, it's not fair. Like, you yeah. know, I'd feel hard done by boy, you know. So that'd be the part where I'd be like, ah. You don't agree with it. Yeah. Mm. It's exactly what you do. I won't even say it's clickbait. It's, it, but we need to engage people. Is it, what's that called? Fucking outrage 
media, whatever they Everyone's call it. outraged nowadays. But it's, no, now what they call it, you do something controversial, they gather the attention, isn't it? Mm. What's it called? Outrage. I know what you're outrage talking about. Promotion that. or something like that. I, I, I mean, I, to be honest with you, uh, one of the reasons that the sort of show that we used to do wouldn't work anymore is pe- because of this cancel culture that we live in now. So um, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about because uh, I've seen a few clips recently. If, remember the X Factor when I only started and everyone used to say, oh, Simon Cowell, I was a prick, but it was funny, but like, there's a girl singing and he's like, I don't know what's worse, your dress sense or your singing. You look atrocious and you sound atrocious. And like everyone's laughing and then she walks off and I was like, if you said that now, you'd, you wouldn't think he's a prick. You'd be thinking, is that, is that girl okay after that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so we live in a very different world We live now. in a different world yep. in that sense. But I get it, there's cancel culture as well. But I think we are more, uh, more in, no, what's the word? Like we're more aware of what's on the other side now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but all it's, well and good. But it's, it's led to... It. Debate has been, uh, for example, from when we were with uh, 98FM for the last number of years, the amount of times we were told, no, you can't do it that way, you can't have people shouting, people don't want to hear any anger. And um, uh, for the type of radio that we we used to do, it, you, you just couldn't do it today. So I think, you think there's a fine line between being overprotective and just being insensitive. Yeah, you see, I think everybody's entitled to an opinion, um, whether you agree with it or not. And... Um, when you hear, you know, some of, the, some of the stuff that we had on 20 years ago, if you were to put it on radio today, the station would be bloody closed down. Um, yeah. And that's... I, I've always believed that people have a right to say whatever the fucking... Yeah. Whatever the fuck they want to say. I agree to um, an extent until you're damaging. If you start to damage an area, a person, if a video getting sent in, if you're starting you start to damage that person's reputation in an area where everyone knows that was him and he was a poor trainer, he done this and that, but he wasn't, he was just nicked over something stupid. Then it's like, right, that's damaging, I don't agree with that. But I do agree that there is a lot of like insensitivity, is that the right word? Yeah. Sensitivity. Like, yeah, no, sensitivity. In, in, in sensitivity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, sorry, sensitivity, but there's not enough of that, not enough insensitivity. Like, everyone's like, oh, like, like, you can't slag someone anymore. I have the buzz. Even with this podcast, sometimes we say something. Yeah. And, and people are like, oh, well, you, I don't think you should have said that. That way. It's like, relax, mate. It's not the end of the world. We're only yeah. saying something. Look, if I, if if I say damaging, Curtis is a fucking easy, doesn't mean yeah. I don't like him anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Some people you know like, that I mean? was a bit harsh. But like, was it though? So, it's one, one of the things that I'm enjoying about uh, doing podcasts now is there aren't any rules. Well, when I say there aren't any rules, you can't there's lie. Less you, you, there's less rules. Yeah, mm. there's less rules. Um, I, you know, I, I, I used to hate having to explain why we did a certain thing yeah. on the show. I don't have to speak, explain to anybody now. I can just do what we want. Um, and uh, and I'm, uh, and yeah, I like it's like the old radio show. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Are you not um, worried about the consequences? Do you not worry about like what you're saying to people? No, no. In what way? Like, if you are damaging a reputation or a person, yeah, you're giving a, a very strong one-sided opinion, kind of damaging, bringing down another side. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't generally focus on one single individual. I have slagged a fair few people over the last mm. year or two. I slagged um, people. No, fresh. but I mean, on a, on a topic or certain area or something like that, you know what I mean? Uh, to say, uh, well, f- f- we did a podcast a few weeks ago just before Halloween to say that ba- Ballyfermot was a hellhole this year and we'd people on from Ballyfermot and all that. I wasn't saying it. They were. They lived mm. there. They were running their own area down. Well, you always know what you're doing by letting them come on and do that. <laughs> so be it. Um, Stored in the pot. But it, it, this particular woman was terrified to go out walking with her dog because of bangers being thrown I at her and all out. of that. Adrian, bollocks that. I don't, 
come out, you shouldn't be throwing bangers at women. If that's what the case is, but it never is. Come out, they've been around for a blade in a thousand years. People in every area are going to have fireworks, going to have bangers at, but you're always going to have that one cunt saying, oh, I'm afraid to leave the gaff, whatever, whatever. Fuck off, will you? I don't, I don't agree with that. There's always going to be one or two cunts in an area that's like that. But I believe majority she, of people are just was like it. enjoy it. She was it. Yeah. She was brilliant. It's brilliant. You love it, don't you? <laughs> no, see, I don't. That's poxy, there, you know? Mm. But that's what I mean by damaging an area. Because you have someone going on that, all you are listeners are listening to that, and everyone's going to think Bally Fairman to keep on the So that's what I mean. But I didn't say it. I know, I know that, I know that. But, but you didn't... You didn't did you talk her down and say, well, it's not that bad? You I don't live there, do so how could I possibly have an opinion on did it? Did you question it? Well, of course I did, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. yeah. Did you, though? No, I, I did. did. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it'd be a boring uh, conversation if I didn't, but this one was, it was nearly in tears. Don't believe her. Was she even from so Bally Fairman? Why would she make it up? I believe like that Bally there's bangers, I believe that there's fireworks, and I believe there's jumpers hanging around. It's Halloween, love. Come on, how old are you? You've been around a thousand years. You see these people. How old was the woman? Thirties, forties, fifties, fifties. She's seen it. She's seen it. She knew the Bally Fairman. She has to like it. She, of course, she doesn't have to like it. But it could be you, sir. Can't yeah. be that big of an issue. It happens every single year for whole whole life, <laughs> in all these areas. Well, maybe she just had enough. He's getting this out of you now. What you wanted out of people? Come on. Tell us this, agent. Have you got any memorable phone calls? Like, you surely had some characters down the years, yeah? What's, like, ones that stick out in our minds, you know what I mean? If we were back in the gaff now, we were having a few wordingers on you, what stories are you going to tell us? Um, we, we've, uh, I've, um, we, we did all sorts of stuff, crime stuff. I was, I was assaulted in a pub one night by the sister of one of the most notorious criminals in, in Dublin, um, Defying assaulted. She grabbed me by the throat and tried to pull me over um, a mixing desk and reef me out of it. She had a full fucking grip on my neck and only one of the bouncers over the corner saw her. She would have dug into my neck. So, um, but it's got, so over the years we've dealt with everything and anything. And it's, it's strange. It's, it's, not that that serious stuff that ever sticks in my mind because that was constant. We were constantly doing stuff on crime and doing stuff on areas and uh, whatever. It's the stupider stuff that that um, stays in my mind from from all the years. We, like I said, the the show when when it was back at the start of the two thousands, it would have been the it was the biggest radio show in Ireland at night time. Um, even though it was only on a Dublin radio station, yeah, yeah. easily. Um, and like I said, what made it popular uh, was that you didn't know what was going to happen on it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I loved about it. You just, di- we didn't, so yeah, we might have an idea of what we're going to talk about, but because it's a phone-in show, you don't know what calls yeah, you're going to get. You don't know what they're going to say. And that's what I loved about about doing that type of radio. Um, and again, I mean, there still is phone-in talk shows on radio but nothing like what what we did then um my favorite memory of a of a show that we did was we did our show in Ibiza one year and this this is slaughter the boys on tour. Yeah, yeah we did it two years in a row in Ibiza the first year we <laughs> did good. you had to go back right? <laughs> the first year we did it we did it in an Irish bar right yeah. really? so we did it in an Irish bar and we did it live right so um picture this we're in Ibiza in a tiny little Irish bar with a studio set up with a whole live audience all locked out of their heads. 
But the funniest part of the story is the night before the show, uh, the crew were all out on the piss and we were out till six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, when in Rome. Yep. Anyway, I... Um, we were heading back to the hotel all locked and we decided we had nothing better to do than to get into the fountain you know the fountain beside the egg there yeah. in, in San Antonio took off the shoes and socks and started fucking dancing around in the in the fountain uh, two girls came along didn't know who they were from Adam both Irish girls they start dancing in the fountain and we're all splashing around the next thing a paddy wagon arrives Foxes in the back of the paddy wagon we're all arrested it's a oh. it's called the Maroya Paddy wagon. Yeah. Paddy wagon, yeah. No, they're called Marias. That's a Mariah van. Jesus Christ, I had to give me an awful flight then, really, I had to have a stroke. A paddy wagon? Yeah, it's a Mariah. Fuck so we, me, we, man. We were, uh, the, myself and the two girls were arrested, brought to the police station. During the conversation, we hadn't a word of Spanish, so you know, this lunatic copper is screaming. What was for? For jumping in the fountain? Yeah. In the bollocks, yeah. yeah. Basically. Anyway, um, so that was grand. Uh, uh, Two girls are bawling their eyes out. I find out the two girls are actually going to our show the following night. They find out that, oh, this is Adrian Kennedy that we're after being arrested with. <laughs> this is right. what I said. People know what you sound like, not what right. you look so, like. Anyway, ended up paying um, a fine to get out of the, uh, the, the police station with the two girls and whatever, right? The next night, during a live radio show in front of 200 people locked out of their heads, somebody from the audience shouts up, all right, hey, though, tell us about getting arrested last night. What happened? <laughs> my bosses are listening. My wife is at home listening. None of them had a clue what had happened. You didn't and tell oh, it was slaughtered. <laughs> did, you did you have to address that? I had to uh, just uh, move on, move on, move on. So did, did you tell say what happened? You didn't no, tell you got no. no. But the show was so difficult to control because, like I said, it was live with two. Uh, so. It was on at 10 o'clock at night here, but that's 11 o'clock over there. Ah, yeah. So from well 11 until 2 in yeah. the morning with 200 people all pissed out of their heads. It was the biggest nightmare ever. The following year, we learned from the mistake and we recorded it at 5 o'clock in the afternoon and put it out at 10 o'clock that night. Yeah. Um, so t things like that, we, that, that was great fun. Um, but now getting arrested and being told, having it announced oh, live on air. That good memory. Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so like, like I said, it, 17 years of doing a show like that, it all kind of blurs into one memory, yeah, if you like. Yeah. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm very proud of what we achieved while we were doing it, but it was of its time. Um, and I think, like I said earlier on, I think we packed it in at exactly the right time. The amount of people even now, when we left 98, saying, oh, go back to nighttime radio. Go on, go, go, go mm. back to doing a nighttime show. Won't work anymore. That's right. I heard this. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. I heard a story. Uh, now, this could be completely lies about uh, a fella. I think rang up one time who was about to commit suicide. That's right. Is that a true story? That's a true Fill story. Fill in about that because I didn't get. The, I just got a brief. I was actually on holidays, believe it or not, and Jeremy was doing the show, mm. and um, they were having a conversation about whatever. And during the conversation, this caller rang in, and he said he wanted to give his opinion. He's put on air, Jeremy's talking to him, and out of nowhere he says, by the way, I'm standing on the pedestrian bridge in Lachlanstown about to jump. This is live on air. Um, and he was. What did he ring up to initially talk about? He was, he, he, anything just to get him on air. He didn't tell us, he didn't tell the staff, I'm standing on the bridge. He, he got on, we'd have never put him on. 
Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you couldn't if, he said, I'm gonna jo- if he said what he was going to yeah. do, yeah. yeah so he didn't course. tell us what he was going to do and then announced it live on air. Next thing, there's ambulances, the, the guards are there. And the difficulty that Jeremy had that night, and I, I, I don't envy him, was if he cut your man off, and he'd have just jumped. Yeah. By not cutting him off, he was uh, at the point. Yeah, thing, yeah. Um, so yeah. he was he was in a really difficult position. The guards were on the phone. We uh, subsequent to that, we had a meeting with the guard commissioner over that because it was it, they thought we put him on the air deliberately, which yeah. we certainly didn't. You, you, not in a month of Sundays. But um, it was about how to deal with something like that. And now, I don't know that that's ever happened on any other radio show um, before or after. I spent a whole day on my holidays the next day on the phone with guards, with um, psychiatrists, all wondering whether we dealt with it right. In fairness to Jeremy, he dealt with it as best he could. He didn't know what to like fucking do. Like, wouldn't have been trained and that. Like no, that. Like if n- never. You, he was not, like, he was not given any training. We were subsequently someone... after that. Yeah, but I mean in the build but up before that. that, no. No, you'd never think in a month of Sunday somebody would be on there trying to commit suicide. Ironically, that same individual uh, died last year and not by suicide, but um, he was in his 40s at this stage. But... Um, Okay, so that's a true story. It did. That's the right word. But the fact of the matter is that uh, something like that uh, shouldn't have happened. Um, but it's one of the thrills of live radio. That's what uh, that you just never know what's going to happen. You never know what the next caller is going to say. And that's what I always loved about it. The, uh, the most important piece of machinery that we had in the in that studio was a ten second delay. We've heard about this one. Um, and that got we used very regularly. Remember, Terence? Me and Terence have done a bit of live radio ourselves, and we were like, so what can we can and can't say? And they were like, oh, well, it's all right if you do it once, we can press this button. And I was like, well, what if you do it again? They were like, no. Mm. So, pity you off the ball, didn't fucking have it at the time, remember? Well, they're on YouTube, they're all right. We don't brand the no corner, remember? Please, <laughs> not the better of it. Yeah, it's um, so a ten second delay. It's, uh, when we started in '98, they didn't have one, and we didn't have it for a couple of weeks. And I'm I'm nervous wreck without having that ten second delay. Um, so it's like a, it's like an overcoat to protect you. And the amount, of, put it this way, uh, if we didn't have it, FM 104 would have been off the air because they would have been sued so many times by different people. Um, Bang the button and it never happened. Um, it's a great bit of kit. So that's why we've owned Brennan. Owen Brennan's keeping us alive. We would have been cancelled. What episode forty nine? Episode twenty nine. We would have been cancelled without Owen. Yeah, that's a fact. Owen is a legend. But thank God this isn't live. <laughs> oh, fuck. yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I said I said to you earlier on what what you what you lads are doing is the phone show of the twenty twenties. Um, in that you're not as controversial. Uh, not yeah. controversial at all. If I'm we're trying, yeah, and we don't try to be. Like we could be, and I'm seeing people do podcasts that try to be controversial, and just for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. it's just—it's not what a podcast is. That's if you want to do that, go on a phone show. Do you know what I mean? Mm. This yeah. is not that a podcast should be authentic. Like if you're a Liverpool fan, set up a Liverpool podcast and be authentic about it. Mm. But if you just want to be like controversial about it, then do a phone show or set up a, a general football podcast. But do you know what I mean? Die on that hill. Mm. That's what we are. Like we try our best to come across as authentic as possible. And one of the biggest compliments we get is when people bump into us together. They're like, it's like seeing, it's like being uh, on a live podcast for us. And I love that because yeah. we try and bring the same energy. You know what I mean? Straight in from the street, in here, boom. There's a mic, and off we go. Nothing wrong with down that. You know what I mean? I'm just going off that, the bat. That's like, a buzz for you. You know what I mean? But I don't even believe in. So I see, like, don't even believe in getting a guest on 
Kabocha de Mida. I think that's harsh. Now, come here, guess on, we don't agree with certain things. But getting someone in and butchering them, like, you can, yeah. you can butcher anybody. Like, what? That's what Twitter is for. <laughs> you literally yeah. leave that to Twitter, you know what I mean? So it's, it's an open forum discussion, you know I what I mean? I wouldn't like, say mm. what we'd be like a phone show for that reason. But... Because, see, with the phone show, what I want to call out there was, I feel like there was parts, and even still today, when you hear certain phone, call, uh, phone shows, yeah, the presenter's talking, and he'd be having a back and forth with whoever's on the phone, back and forth, and the fella on the phone be getting the better of him. And then... The presenter go on a big mad rant and then be like, oh, are you there? No, of course, he, he fucking hung up. You cut him off. You cut him off. Did you, know you just cut people off, did Yeah, regularly, yeah. yeah. And, do you know what I mean? So that's not... an open book, you know, no, no, I not, be, not because they were winning an argument, because they were talking bollocks, basically. Ah, look, it's, um, it's convenient that they were winning the argument and sometimes they, wouldn't be, that they hung up or their credit went or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? That's back in the day when you needed credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I would only ever cut people off for talking bollocks. Literally, you know, for not making sense or not not having a a decent argument. It's funny how life goes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As in full circle, hey, you are talking bollocks. Talking bollocks, yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you know what? The thing I look forward to most, and I'm not leaving here without it, is like, give us some mad stories, Ed. And I was like, he's going to fill us full of mad stories with this phone show. What do you want? Getting nicked in Ibiza. Like, I know 10 people that got nicked in Ibiza. Do you know what I mean? That's nothing. Give us like, don't know, mad phone calls. No, there has to be a few that sticks out. Yeah, like fuck. We used to regularly get calls from prison, for example, from Mount Yes, Joy. this um, is exciting. Yeah. In the money, the boys, loads of them are on the podcast. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. We used to regularly get calls from prison until show out to the boys in yeah. the landing. Absolutely, <laughs> on B wing. Um, and even the, that even became normal. Um, that you know, if you listen to that show at night, you might hear some of the lads on from prison. Um, but do we, we, um, Jeremy got bricked out of it in Ballyfermot actually one night uh, doing a live Shout report. Out <laughs> Shout out to Ballyer again. <laughs> I don't have a thing about Ballyfermot. But um, so people have a perception that the show was madder than it was. No, it was mad. I was. I don't, maybe from mad. the outside. Yeah. The outside it probably was. And the inside you were probably, ah, this is grand. Yeah. Like you were literally like, just let them in. Mora and just sit back and this look is before at Facebook and yeah, Twitter no, no, and, that's, that's uh, and that's why it worked at that time mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah people have a perception that it was more insane than it actually was um, that we had uh, no we did over the years have some of the biggest crime figures on without even realising that uh, sometimes because of the nature of live radio um, but it, 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 there's nothing mad to tell so what would the boys on the land and be ringing us to talk about oh whatever would they say I'm in I'm in the joy now. Sometimes on air, and uh, there was one night we had a guy, I can't remember who he was, um, was on from from his cell, and you hear the fucking screws coming in and taking his phone off him, and um, yeah, that all happened on, on live radio. But that's, it, it, the, the difference between a podcast and live radio is, is ch- live radio, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Am I ever going to have to, am I going to have to use this 10 second delay? I, I miss... That, I have to say, I missed that. The thrill of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't exist today if we're, if we're still around. So I don't have many mad stories. Because you didn't see them as mad. Yeah, that's exactly so the point. Frequent. That's exactly it's the mad. point. Where other people would say, oh, yeah, no, I listened to you and, oh, that was mad. Was it really you mad? You can't even remember it. Really, no, yeah. no. 
mad. That's sort of similar to what we were talking about with like the podcast, where it's like you do a podcast, great, yeah. brilliant, who will be well next week? Who's next? <laughs> yeah. It's nearly just boom, rolls over. Yeah. yeah, but we take it all in that we have the mad ones, the good ones, and all that. Yeah, uh, like we have serious stories that like we only discuss ourselves, and then like the odd time we'd be sitting down, like remember that happened, and mm. we'd have a laugh and a joke about it, but <laughs> you wouldn't be saying it on the podcast. You know what I mean? We've stories to be telling already, and what. 49 episodes in. Mm. I seen uh, I seen a headline recently. Uh, your name is on the list for a protest or something. Talk to us about it. Uh, <laughs> no, it, my name is on the list from our anti-vax friends um, for having, you know, to bring it to their home protests where they're having protests outside. Yeah, outside Leo's gaff and all. Down Leo's the gaff, the CMO's gaff, Pat Kenny's gaff, and my name is on that list the as Pat well. Pat Kenny got it as well? Yeah. For yeah. what? Outside his house. Because I don't like what he says. Because he's a vaxxer? No, Is that what well, you're saying? Yeah, but he has the Pat Kenny show. He's probably, yeah. Um, so they had a protest was, outside yeah. his house. But I've had a few run-ins with um, a few of them over the last year. And my name is on the list as well. Did but he they haven't, they haven't. They haven't arrived. Um, they didn't have our exact right address, so... Um, but the guards notified us that we were on Why is this that? List. I couldn't give a fuck if they wanted to come outside our house to be yes. standing, out, be standing outside hey, on the main road a golf club there was only five people there was a protest outside this building last week five people yeah. five fucking people Stop on a Sunday afternoon people you will you know about four you won't have a studio left back into the bleeding <laughs> kitchen after this one um, but it must scare you a little bit no not really no no what are people talking about outside your gaff Five people. It doesn't matter well, if one person shows up at your gaff. Mm. No, because they'd be standing outside in the main road. Um, it doesn't matter, me. Someone knows where you live. You know what I mean. I was even hesitant at the start there, saying Dublin Nine about me address. You know what I mean. Yeah. Wait, what are you afraid of? Just so you don't want people knowing. You'd be surprised, Adrian. Especially like you more than me, and I'm hesitant about that. Like when people know. Like I've had conversations with people, and do you know what happened to me before? I bumped into uh, a group of people, and half of them listened to the podcast, and half of them didn't. And I thought it was a bit cringy, because like, I don't, I don't want to look like I'm a, I think I'm a someone, you know, like that. So I was explaining to them, oh, yeah, I do a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, tell us, like, what do you do? So I was like, oh, well, me and me, mate. And they were like, Terrence. And I was like, yeah. And then they were like, we do it. And we just started one day, in your mom's kitchen. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, everything I'm saying, this person's finishing the yeah. fucking sentence for me. And I was like, this is a bit fucking weird, isn't it? Because they know so much about me. And that was a bit creepy, you know, mm. like that. So... I don't know. Like if they I, start I, I, showing up at my gaff and all, you're like, really? yeah, no, I don't particularly want them outside my gaff, but, but I'm, I'm, not afraid of, I'm not afraid of them. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not afraid, afraid of family. Them. I think that's easy to say. Do you know what? You, when I hear people saying that type of thing, you probably just haven't had enough encounters in your life to realise that you should be. There's danger there, like, yeah. Not that you should be, but that. You don't want that. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, I don't really want to sound like a prick, but, like, where we're from, like, where if somebody says to you, like, they're going to show up, like, or they're going to deal with something, like, they probably will. And you probably will become involved in an encounter and you're like, I actually don't want that again. And I just don't think you've had enough of them encounters in your life to realise, shit. And they get out of hand quick because there's family involved then, do you know what I mean? Like, it's all well yeah. and good saying, yeah, show up at me, gaff, then a brick goes through your window and your kids are there. How do you but that, you know this I mean? particular group that have been protesting, have, there's been no violence at all at any of their protests. They haven't broken a window. They haven't done anything. Uh, I think they're wrong to be protesting outside people's so houses. Boys, I, I think it's bang out of order. I mean, I, and order. Because I said that on News Talk a couple of weeks ago, they're on a mad one with me now. Um, mm. Because I said on News Talk two weeks ago that it is 
just bang out of order to be outside people's houses. If you 100%. want to protest against it Leo, is. stand outside his office in town. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. Um, that's Because that's where the business is yeah, conducted. There's no I mean? need to be outside people's And the chief medical officer outside his fucking house, what's that all about? Like, I just... So I called that out uh, two weeks ago on News Talk and then they just went on a mad one, putting up videos. You aging candy, They're nut jobs. They're nut jobs. And I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> So I don't necessarily want them outside my gaff. Um, but when I see the pathetic protest was outside this building last week, five fucking people with a loud hailer. Like, seriously, get a grip of yourself and do something else on a Sunday afternoon. But on anyway, a so, Sunday when it, there's no one even in? Yeah, exactly. There was <laughs> nobody in Leo's house. The day, the, in, the day they were protesting outside Leo's house, he wasn't even home. He wasn't even in the country. Anyway, so um, they, they're, I've had a lot of run-ins with the anti-vax groups in the last year or two and they don't like being called out. So um, I'm not afraid of them. They don't scare me. All right. Well, there you are. Uh, yeah, the thing I wanted to mention was, right, with the phone-in shows, do you think that they're just dying out and it's just basically, it's Twitter for old people? <laughs> it's a great way to describe it, yeah. Um, Joe Duffy, Joe Duffy. Uh, <laughs> In the height of lockdown, I got a message off a fella I work with and he says, put the Joe Duffy show on. And I was like, what? But it was like two or three in the day. I was like, fuck it. So I was walking, I stuck her on. And uh, remember that thing with Paul Meskel in it? Uh, what was it called? Normal People or yep, something? Yep. Remember that? That was big during the lockdown. So I knocked around, they were talking about that and they were like, yeah, and they're just two ordinary people and they're lying in bed having sex and they're just normalising it. Like it's a disgrace. It shouldn't be on the telly. And I was like, are you winding me up the normalising sex two people having normal sex in bed and it can't be on the telly after nine o'clock and people are complaining about this I was like this is Twitter for people that don't know how to use Twitter it's gas so th- those people exist though they, but that's yeah but yeah. conveniently where do they live in the back arse and nowhere and they don't fucking they don't realise that there's ways of venting your opinion and I'm not saying that everyone should go on Twitter to vent their opinion but that's really what it's for isn't it like if you have an opinion but you're it's on Twitter. dangerous as well like but Twitter. like see that yeah but see like I'm going to ring Joe Duffy and complain like what the f- and what like 400,000 people listen to him every day so he's, yeah, do, he's doing something right what's the demographic there you know what I mean yeah no it would be older it would be an older um, uh, audience but yeah no I, I, I believe that, that that type of you know you, you'll always have a show like Joe Duffy's show but I think phone-in radio is, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier on, without the young audience listening to it, it's it's not going to happen anymore. Um, and the young audience are listening to Talking Bollocks on the podcast. Yeah, um, and they're not listening to radio anymore. So without that young audience, th- that sort of show is going to die. Radio is dying, s- slowly but surely. Well, I don't really want to jump straight into it like that. But So you were obviously let go from radio during the lockdown. Mm. What happened there? Just made redundant. Um, no reason. Uh, the wire reasons. No, ultimately it came down to it. It, it was in this building. In fact, I was told I was losing my job in the office up there. Um, Convenient it, where we signed the deal. Money was basically the problem. Um, cutbacks. And yeah. I knew last year during the lockdown when I was doing the show, I, talk radio costs more than having a DJ just playing songs. Yeah. Um, and I knew last year when I was playing an ad break with one fucking ad in it, during the lockdowns, everybody pulled their advertising and I knew this isn't good. Um, the money's not going to come, you know, they have to get money somewhere. I wasn't expecting to be let go, but... Um, you weren't shocked. I wasn't shocked, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, but you seen this train coming down the tracks. Yeah, I did, yeah. Um 
And I, I, I miss having a full-time job. I miss the routine of having a full-time job, but I'm getting used to it now. I had a lie-in this morning, which mm. was the first time I've had a lie-in in months, so mm. on a Monday. But and you um, wear the suit every day. Is that your casual at all? Uh, oh, I see your war clothes. Or what's the story? What? Um, he's what looking I, sharp. He is. He looks he's a thin of fruit on him and all. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I just I, sometimes I just like to make an effort. Yeah. Other days now I'm dressed like a slob. My wife gives out yards to me when I walk out the door dressed like a slob. What's a slob for you? You probably just don't have a jacket on. You just wear a normal <laughs> short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it, being let go, being made redundant was a shock. I have to say, I'd be lying if I, if I said it wasn't. But um, it all comes down to money. That talk radio does cost more money. Um, yeah. So for the two hours that we were doing, they just put a DJ on, which wasn't costing them any extra money. Yeah. And they're saving all that money on us. So, But ironically, I'm back working in this same building again. I'm here with yeah. you, lads. I'm Life working. Goes full circle. I'm doing stuff with News Talk on, on the third floor. Um, so It's the very serious floor, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Don't like we're not allowed to learn that floor. It's yeah, a very serious floor, yeah. Oh, Brennan, just be like, keep them lads as far as <laughs> We go straight to the fifth, not realising like they all connect anyways, yeah. but they still make us go straight to the fifth. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the things that I uh, made a conscious decision uh, about was not to fall out with anybody. Um, okay, we've been let go, we've been made redundant. I could have thrown my toys out of the pram and fucked the lot of and stormed out the door. But it's the radio business is too small to be making enemies. From being honest, you sound a bit uh, snipey though towards radio though in general. So yeah, like radio is doing, talk shows are doing, and I feel like that's sort of coming from a place of hurt. That's um, why I asked. You I that. was very hurt to be there, to be made redundant. You know, I'd be lying if I if I said otherwise. Um, mm. I, I think that radio is becoming cheap and. Um, there's no soul to it at all. Now, is this radio without Adrian and Jeremy or radio in general? Radio in general, yeah. Mm. Um, and part of the problem that radio has now is young people aren't listening to it. And Do you know what I heard on the radio? Someone sent in a request. I was like, what are you sending a request for? If you want to hear a song, put it on Spotify. Well, someone sent in a request for the radio. That's, yeah. that's still happening, isn't it? That's still happening. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So things like that. So, you know, for... for when I was younger, you, you the only way you could get to hear a song was to ask them to play it on the radio because yeah. you, whatever. Um, but it, it, without young people being recruited into into radio now, uh, my daughter is twenty four. She never listens to radio, even though her eldad has worked in radio all his life, um, all her life. She never listens to the radio. And I, uh, one example I used to give in ninety eight was um, at the end of our show, we'd say. Uh, Coming up in the next hour, we've great music like these, and you play a little clip of three songs that are coming up in the next hour. But you'd wait forty-five minutes to hear the fucking thing, and you can play it in Spotify now, this yeah, minute. Yeah, seconds, so, yeah. from that from that point of view, I think radio is on a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you believe that. So, you, you, I so what I was saying there was, is he just saying that because he's at the no, 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 no. I've, I've felt is, that yeah. way for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the likes of what you're doing. Uh, and is that why you went down the podcast? So I do, like, was it in... But we'd always podcasted our material anyway from uh, from our show in 98, so we just kept that but up. But then your own one, had you got plans to do that anyways? Or was it like... No, it was kind of forced on me. Because um, <laughs> I had no job. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's I, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I, didn't, I didn't know how we were going to, do, you know, when... When we were let go in April, we were thinking, like, what the fuck are we going to do now? Um, was it you and Jeremy? Yeah. Well, think so. Yeah. Uh, Would you not do something without him? Um, or was the plan uh, always just I, to be the two In years? the last few months, I've been doing stuff with it. I've been doing stuff on News Talk. I've been mm. doing fill in work on News Talk. That's totally on my own. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but the the podcast it, it's going well. It's it's a lot of work for not a lot of return so far. Um, hopefully that'll change over the next couple of months. I said I'd stick it out for a year, um, and if it's not making, if we can't make a living out of it, or at least you know something out of it, I'll go off and become a barman. See, mm. I think that's. I think it's. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great, a bright idea to put a plan in place or a timeline in place because you don't know. You say, ah, that was 12 months, that's up, but it could be the following month where, boom, something blows. You know what I mean? But I suppose not really for yourself because it's always used to, it's the radio show, so mm. that's going to be consistent as that, where it'd be different for us because mm. one week you feel stagnating, and you're like, yeah. oh, we're doing all right, and then the next week, boom, you're Rock like, what the yeah. fuck, yeah. where yeah. the fuck is this have to come from? Right. Um, so yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Opinions matter is the name of the podcast. It's on yeah. goal out as well. Check right. them out. There you are. Right. So we've one thing there before we wrap up. Quiz. Quiz. This week's question. I don't send her on there. Have you got Adrian's number? It's six seven nine seven FM one oh four. Has Ireland won more Nobel Prizes or Eurovision Song Contests? That is a tough one. That is a fucking tough I love the answer. Oh my God. Has Ireland won more Nobel Prizes or Eurovision Song Contests? Well, I can actually feel me happy. Johnny Logan, or whatever his name is, has won a, a few, good few. He won twice, yeah. Yeah, and... Hey, no, no hits, no clothes. No, because we have uh, we have got Nobel Prize. Did Seamus Heaney win a Nobel Prize recently? Before he kicked the book out, I thought he won a Nobel Prize. No, absolutely grand. Oh, my God, my nerves are gone. Seamus Heaney, that's mad that you're saying that. Why? She remember I said I was in Glendalock before I went to Glendalock we went to the Devil's Glen yeah, and there's a lot of Seamus Heaney quotes all over the gift mm. he was from that neck of the woods mm. Mm. that's mad I never heard of him before that see him yeah I felt me living straight over him but how never I know I know I thought mm. the worst yeah. thanks for backing me up we had that back fuck Seamus Heaney oh Jesus Nobel Prizes or Eurovision Song Contests Eurovision fuck it <laughs> yeah! Yes. <laughs> We've won um, the Nobel Prize 11 times and the Eurovision 7 times. Oh, do you know what? I knew it was 7. I knew it was 7. But you thought we'd less Nobel Prizes? Yeah, I thought yeah, we there, would yeah. have about 5. Yeah. yeah. So there you are. Tail awesome. one? Tail one, Harry Flower, yeah. Imagine this. Oh, is he's at the coming back. Yeah. I want, I want history next week, lads. Me bollocks. Right. <laughs> Fuming. 
We wrap this up. Uh, Adrian, thanks for coming in to talk to us. No problem really at all. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you at the Christmas party this year. Is there one? What do you mean is there one? You didn't get the M? Oh, no. No. <laughs> uh, no, there's not actually. No. There's not in the budget this year. COVID and all that. <laughs> so uh, we'll wrap her up. We'll see you next week. Johnny, take us out there. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? Put your back in it. Just a little The hip knocker.